Blog Talk Radio. New Year, God bless you, salutations of prosperity coming your way for 2019. We are so, so thankful to God that he has allowed us to cross over into a new year. And God is good, 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 good in this year. He's even better this year than he was last year because every day, every single day, he loads us up with brand new mercies, benefits, and blessings. And his word says he crowns the new year with his glory. So we are so thankful. Welcome to the show, to my awesome and beautiful and talented, and uh, I can't say enough about my sister in the Lord, Miss Tanya Roberts. How are you this wonderful Sunday afternoon? Man, I was doing awesome. I thought until you said that, now I'm above the level of awesomeness, and I love you. I can never say enough about you, and, you know, thank you so much. I'm doing awesome today. How are you, beautiful? I'm wonderful. I am wonderful. I thank and praise God. I'm excited, Tanya. I I really am. I'm excited to still be here, to still be in the land of the living, to recognize and understand there is yet a cause. There is yet a reason, you know? And to know that God always goes beyond our wildest dreams. I I was um, at a a women's um, meeting yesterday, um, Kingdom Family International, I knew church name, um, but Kingdom Family International, the first Saturday of each month, has what they call Women of Glory, and it's uh, where the women's ministry comes together. And we are currently in a study right now, that is tied into K. Arthur, Beth Moore, and uh, Priscilla Schreier. And it is absolutely phenomenal. And yesterday, um, the video that we watched was with Priscilla Schreier. And she was teaching on the beyondness of God, basically. I'm paraphrasing it, but she was coming from Ephesians, the third chapter, where God promised to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could hope, think, or fathom. And she broke it down like this, that he does the beyond the beyond, the beyond, beyond the beyond. And, and that's where I feel like I'm at. That's my level of excitement is because I know God is going to do beyond the beyond. He is going to do so much greater than anything that we have ever experienced at his hand before, because each day are new blessings and new benefits. And, and I'm, I'm excited. I really, really, there is an excitement within my spirit that says that, you know, the, the old cliche, you haven't seen nothing yet. I believe that. I really believe that in the spirit realm, there is a sense of excitement of what God is doing in the lives of his children in this hour. So that's, I agree. That's, that's why I agree. I'm <laughs> I agree. You know what? We're on the same page and we're in different states. And Amen. I feel the same, sis. I feel excited. I feel giddy. Um, I want to be the one that the bride that waited on Jesus and waited. Yes. And when he came, yes. I was there to receive his blessing. And yes. we fall off and we may make mistakes. Please hear me, people. We're counting the little things as great things in God's eyes when it's let God count them. 
and stop counting them yourself. Who mm-hmm. you are is mm-hmm. who you are. He loves you spite of who you are. Mm. I watched a couple of documentaries on um, when I came from church today. My husband turned on the television. Normally I'm like, uh, but it was some great stories. And one of them was a gentleman, a homeless guy, um, found a check, and it was a broker that a black broker, woman broker, and she didn't even know she had dropped the check, and he turned it in. He said, I got to find this person. He found mm-hmm. her. She didn't even know she had lost the check. They said, let's follow the story up. A month later, she gave him a job. He passed the real estate test, and now they're working on a project. May not have a lot of money for him, but it will be great things for him in the future, and he was homeless. So what mm-hmm. I'm telling people is be expected. Expectancy is the breathing ground for miracles. And be excited. I'm not saying things don't go wrong. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But today, I'm happy because I'm alive. Yes. No matter yes, what yes, I yes. do now, I'm telling you, I went out today. The world, people, please wake up. We need each other. We need each other. It doesn't matter if you white, black, candy, stripe. We need each other in many different ways. It's so much hurt and pain and hatred and malice and strife and envy, please believe me, those spirits are leashed in the land. Hmm. But I had to tell somebody today, she said, I just, you know, I get anxiety, but when I, because of my thoughts, I said, it's all, she said, but when I, you know, I said, it's always a fight. And she looked at me, I go, it's always going to be a fight. I fight all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you. I fight all the time to keep thoughts in and thoughts out. Please mm-hmm. hear me. We live in that mm-hmm. kind of world. I need to tell people out there, we fight all the day long. Now I get it. We fight all the day long between good and evil, mm-hmm. bad and good. Trust me, we do. Mm-hmm. Some days it feels lighter than others. Some days it mm-hmm. seems harder than others. Mm-hmm. But I'm like you, sis. I had to tell a friend today, it is what it is. But you can't be <laughs> down now. You can't be down now because you knew this was coming. Mm-hmm. So the last thing that you have is your attitude about it. I don't care about giving it up. I don't care about, okay, if you don't care, then why aren't you in a good mood? Why aren't you in a good mood? Because you're going to have to make some sacrifices you didn't think you had to make. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what, people? I promise you this. I feel peace right now. But when I feel peace, I don't want nobody to think that I'm like lackadaisical. You know what I say? What's around the corner? What's really going down? Mm-hmm. But when you have the peace of God, you don't have to go, what's looking around the corner? Lord, I thank you for today. I don't know what's going to happen. Yes. Tomorrow, I thank you for today. Yes. Amen. I'm sorry, sis. I didn't mean to overtalk, oh, no, but no, that's no, where no, I am, no. too. Absolutely. That's, you know what, that's, I believe that we should live our lives in that vein. You know, in that that place of expectancy, that place that says, you know what, Lord, I trust you explicitly. And because I trust you explicitly, I believe you. I believe your word to be true. And if I'm going to believe your word to be true, then I have got to know that there is something that you are doing on my behalf that is about to blow my mind. Because that is basically what your word tells me. That is what your word tells me. And so, you know, without faith, it's impossible to please God because one must first believe that God is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So, therefore, I must first believe that you are. I believe that because I do diligently seek you, that I will find you, that you are at the door of my heart and you're knocking and I have invited you in. And I believe that you have come in and taken up residence within me. And because I believe all these things, and I I read your words so that I can hear your words. As my pastor tells us all the time, if you read what is written, you'll hear what is spoken. So I read your words so I can hear your word. And what I'm hearing in your word is the fact that you are in the business of blessing your children Will you chasten us? Absolutely. Will you correct us without a doubt? Will you sit us down in time out, so to speak? Yes, you will. But all of those things are done out of your love for us. And because 
of that unconditional, ever-increasing love that you have for us, you're going to bless us. You are going to bless us. As parents, we know how we feel about our babies. And in spite of, in spite of their wrongs, in spite of their, their misnomers, in spite of them going down the wrong path, we yet love them and yet desire to see them blessed. So how much more does our Father in Heaven feel that way about us? You know what I'm saying? I do understand what you're saying, sis. That's great. And you know what? It's, uh, I hear so much more. I hope listeners are listening. We're so used to drama and chaos hmm. that when good come, we don't know how to receive it. Hmm. We hmm. can't help it. Sometimes you got to turn off the TV. Sometimes you have to not go on Facebook. And sometimes it feels like an empty space. Hmm. But when you seek him in his presence, He'll start showing you things, and you want great things. Keep praying, people. I prayed yeah. for years. And then when it came to me, it came to me in books and CDs. I was like, I don't want to read this. I don't want to listen to this. <laughs> and you got to listen. You got to read. You got to put in the time. Mm-hmm. Then I have somebody accountable for my time now. And then you're going, okay, you want business, but you don't want to be accountable of your time. You want business, mm-hmm. but you don't want to read. You want business, but you don't mm-hmm. want to study. You want a blessing, mm-hmm. but you don't want to. You don't. You want to be a, a school teacher, but you don't want to take to the highest where you got to go. You want. I want to be a realtor, and if I don't want to put in the work, I can't get what I want to get out of it. That's it's right. just not gonna come. His mercy and His grace. He's not a, a magician. God is in the business of blessing, not being a magician. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking mm-hmm. for something like that, then you're in the wrong business. You're yeah. in the wrong realm. You need to get into the world because that's where you think it comes from. But when you're waiting on God, it may take some time. It may take some months. I'm sorry. It may take some years. It doesn't take minutes or seconds, and sometimes he does. But when you really ask for his ultimate, his mercy, his grace, his peace, his love, it comes in time. Because you're gracefully, he gracefully, my song right now is gracefully broken. Mm. Because here I am, God, mm-hmm. okay, awesomely mm-hmm. broken. You mm-hmm. broken me. And then I thought you didn't love me. I thought you didn't care for me. But you mm. care for me because you're blessing me for what's to come in my mm. mistakes. Am I losing friends and family and loved ones and children going astray? But you're still there. You're still there loving me, caring for me, wanting Mm. the best for me. Ask God to change your mind. Mm. Ask him to change your state of mind. Because I'm hoping whoever listens, if it's one, two, or three, it's your state of mind. It's your thinking. Before, when I was on the job, I'm making less than I made before. And on this job, you know what I can say now? I see you. I see what you're doing. You could have gave it to anybody else, but you gave it to me. It's not about the money. It's where you're putting me. And now you're holding me accountable. I'm so grateful. People, please come out of a lazy state of thinking. It's our lazy state of thinking. It's our lazy state of doing everything that we do. Ask God to change your state of mind. And Mm. when you begin to see things clearly and differently, as the song says, I can see clearly now the rain. Yes, yes. I can see all the obstacles in my way. Mm. Look at it for what it is. Please hear me. We're missing out on so much. What the enemy is stealing from us is time. Hmm. Listen to me and, again. And that you can't get back. That you right cannot, there, you cannot you get can back. You can get cars. I say it again. Cars, hmm. houses, relationships, I'm sorry. Marriages, okay. Whatever it is. 
Please hear me. Maybe some things don't come back. Maybe you should praise God and do a dance if it don't. But what I'm saying to you is, you got to understand something. It's your time. It's all the time that you wasted being sad, depressed. Again, I'm speaking to depressed. I've been there so many times before. Whether I identified it, didn't want to identify it, I walked in it, I waddled in it, I saturated in it, I did everything in it. I want to take my life so many times I tried. But I'm going to tell you something. The enemy wants to kill your future. You don't want to kill mm. who you are right now. My he God. wants to kill your future. I'm talking to whoever can listen to my voice. Mm-hmm. It's your state of mind. Whether you're skinny or fat, short hair, no hair, long hair, lashes, no lashes, makeup, no makeup, belly roll, however you feel, face burnt, no burnt, acne, no acne, <laughs> whoever you are. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying, sis. Please mm-hmm. hear me. My sister said, The title today is going from one place to another, and that's letting go of the old and embracing the new. It is the state of mind, people. And if you don't believe me, whatever God told me this year, whatever you sow, that's what it's going to be. And he whispered to me, and he keeps saying, I'm enough, Tanya. I'm enough. You know what I had to mm. say? If the houses have to go or whatever, I have to realize you're enough because you're going to provide. Mm. I know some homeless people right now, I promise you, better than a lot of people with a job. Mm. I promise you something. And when we finally let go, and it's a hard place to be, please hear me. It's letting go of things, and I don't want to let go. I promise anybody out there right now. But I want to love him. I want to yeah. embrace him. I want to be about him so I can see the true blessings. Mm-hmm. If the enemy blesses children out there and we be looking at them on YouTube and everywhere else and we think they got it going on, but you don't know that that's the curses from the devil because they made a pact or they made a contract and you don't understand it because it's so far more where you are right now in the spiritual realm. Hmm. What more can your father in heaven bless you? If you be obedient, see we go. We don't understand that. It's lining up completely, and it's scary. It's letting go of some things we don't want to let go of. Mhm, mhm. It's scary. It's like you know what I heard. I was listening to a CD, and the man said, "The only way that you can get it is what you become all the time. If you listen to self-help tapes and money and this, that's what you're going to become about. If you listen to business, that's what you're mm-hmm. going to become about." If you listen mm-hmm. to God, that's what you're going to become about. If you wake up in the morning, start setting the schedule. If you wake up in the morning, I'm talking too much, sis. I apologize. I'm, like, passionate about this right now. It's waking up every morning. It's when you wake up in the morning. How do you wake up? When I wake up in the morning, when my alarm go off, I'm not going to lie to you. I hit the snooze twice. Then I get up, and I go in the bathroom, and, okay, I get it together. I turn on the shower. I take a shower because I'm getting ready for work. Mm-hmm. But then I'm listening for a message or I'm listening for a song or I'm listening for something that's uplifting in my spirit. And then I kneel down to my knees in front of the sink. And I just say, Lord, thank you for just wasting me up. I believe mm-hmm. your latitude and your gratitude is your latitude. Be grateful. Be grateful no matter what. I've seen a sister that was where I have been before. And that's, Lord, what have I done? I've blessed people. I've given to people. I've done this. I've tried to be good. I try not to cuss, go to church on Sundays. I pay my tithes. What have I done? Why isn't things going my way? And he said, mm. if you can ask that question, you're not done. Mm. Wow. I said, huh? If you can ask that question, you're not done. Because you're haughty and you think it's really about what you've done. It's not about your work, people. You know what the Lord told me? Whatever a man so thinketh. So shall he be. <laughs> if you say you're nothing, I'm sorry. As much as I love you, you keep saying what you sow into is what you're going to be. Mm-hmm. If you say you're nothing, mm-hmm. you're going to be nothing. And until That's you right. get that, until you get that, if you say you're something, okay, so you don't see it right then. 
You don't see it right then. Okay, I'm, you living in a common house, driving a common car, may not have a car. Okay, you, you're in a common job. But you keep saying to yourself, I'm something. We learned today about Daniel. Don't compromise no matter what it is. The king said, and the, the man that came and said, you're going to eat of our diet. He said, well, you we can't eat of that diet. But if you give us 10 days, come back. And if we look just as healthy and look just as good, then can we keep our diet? It's not hmm. about you can do sometimes what people say, but you don't have to compromise to your ways. Mm-hmm. And if people don't, you got to get that. Yep. It's what you think in your heart. And I'm realizing that now. For so long, I want to say more than five, six years, you guys, I've been living in, oh, woe is me. I didn't realize I was there so long. Wow. But I kept praying and saying, Lord, take this little bit that's left left in me and make it great. Mm-hmm. I might die tomorrow. I don't know. You don't know when you're going to go. But you want to keep moving and striving and believing and trusting and loving. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't live that, then you want to go out like that because you're going to live mm-hmm. it. Trust me and believe you will live it. Mm-hmm. On earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. I'm done, sis. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Amen. You know, um, as you said, as you pointed out, my the topic that was in my spirit for today is releasing the old to embrace the new. And obviously, we're in a new year, new season, um, but we cannot fully enjoy that and release what was. If we're still holding on to the same issues, the same problems, the same idiosyncrasies, the same um, as you said, mentality, the same attitude, the same woe is me status in life. If we are still holding on to all of that, we cannot embrace the new. And so, therefore, there are those of you out there, we started off this show on such a high because we were both saying how much we were excited about what God was bringing to pass. But if you are still holding on to your bitterness, if you're still holding on to your anger, you're still holding on to your unforgiveness, if you're still holding on to that past relationship, if you're still holding on to that past rejection, if you're still holding on to that past hurt, okay, then you will never be able to move forward and embrace the new. So what was really in my spirit was the 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 art of encouragement through our show today to encourage you let it go it is thinking thinking it is causing physical ailments in your body and it is causing you to stay stagnant in life let it go i want to read to you matthew 9 and 17 out of the message bible and you know we don't often come with scripture on the show, but today I felt led to, to give you scripture so that you can get a, a clear understanding of what we're trying to say to you. And I want to read this out of the Message Bible because, you know, I love the Message Bible, number one, but it's in your face. You can't mistake what it's saying. He, it says, and this is Matthew seen in 17 out of the Message Bible, it says, he went on, no one cuts up a fine silk scarf to patch and an old patch old work clothes. No one cuts up a fine silk scarf to patch old work clothes. You want fabrics that match, and you don't put your wine in cracked bottles. <laughs> don't put your wine in cracked bottles. And I know the King James, I believe it says, um, new wine in old wine skin. So I'm, I'm going to give it to you from there as well, just so... You know, you can feel like for those of you that, that's got to have the King James Version, <laughs> that you feel like you got the word. And it says, just uh, Matthew 9 and 17 says, nor do they put new wine into old wineskins or else the wineskins break. The wine is spilled and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into new wineskins and both are preserved. Both are preserved. Don't be the cracked bottle that you're trying to put new wine in. In order for 
you to fully embrace this new season, this new year, this new dimension in Christ that God is trying to take you into. He's trying to take the limits off of your mind and the limits off of your abilities and the limits off of your dreams. And as he's taking those things off, leading you to embrace him in ways that you've never even considered before. But if you're, if you as the vessel that he is trying to fill, to fill anew, to fill with new spirit, to fill with new gratitude, to fill with new worship, to fill with new praise, to fill with new joy, to fill, hallelujah, to the overflow with new expectancy. It does him no good to put all of that newness in you if you are cracked. And all of that will just spill out. And it will not accomplish or fulfill that which God wants it to fulfill. So we want to invite you today to healing, to deliverance, to letting it go. Sis said something a few minutes ago when she said she talked to her friend and said it is what it is, which is one of my favorite sayings. I, you know you know me for any length of time. You know, I'll say that in a heartbeat. It is what it is. But you know what goes with that? It's, it's not what it's not. Yes, it is what it is. But it's also not what it's not, you know? And, and, and we talked about, we might have even talked about this a little bit last week, not sure, but, you know, one of the things the pastor teaches us all the time is not to answer to what it's not, you know? So it's not what it's not. If you are no longer walking in that place of bitterness and that place of hurt and that place of pain, that place of rejection, then you are no longer that person, so you're no longer cracked. So we're inviting you to get healing today, get delivered today, so that you are no longer those marred vessels. Get back on the potter's wheel. Let him reshape you and remold you, because the potter wants to make you over again. He wants to refine you and refresh you. And what better time than a new season? You know, we talked about this a few weeks ago about not doing New Year's resolutions. We don't believe in New Year's resolutions. Do life resolutions. Do life, okay? Not just because it's just a new life, but I mean a new year, but because you're transitioning to a new life, a life, a good life. You know, it's it's the spies that went into the land, the land that was flowing with milk and honey. Please don't be like the 10 that came back with the bad report. Please be like the two that came back and said, our God is well able. Because the one thing that stands out to me about the spies that spied out the land, and they went and they, they said, you know, they truly testified that what God said was true. It was a great land, and it was dripping with fruit, and there was wonderful vineyards there and houses, and it was a phenomenal land. They all agreed on that. All 12 of them agreed on that. But 10 of them saw the land through marred eyesight, through shattered vision, through fear, through intrepidation. And because they saw the land through the wrong lenses, through cracked bottle lenses, they came back and said, oh, we're, we are as grasshoppers. And this is what they said in our own eyes. They said that in our own eyes. Because you know what? The people of the land had heard about their God. The people of the land didn't see them as grasshoppers. The people of the land was actually afraid of them. Do you not know that they could have actually went in and took the land then? effortlessly and wouldn't have had to lose all the lives that they lost, but because they looked through distorted vision. Why do I say that? Because when they got into the land, remember when the spies, the two spies went to Rahab, the harlot's house, and she hid them? What did she tell them? Oh, we heard about you. (laughs) We know all about you. And we heard about your God. We know about him too. So she hid them out of fear of them and their God. They had already heard about them, knew about the power and the wonder-working power and, and works of their God. But because in those 10, in their eyes, they cost their people, they cost themselves their lives, 40 years of wandering. Baby, don't, don't wander for another 40. Please don't. 
Embrace this new season. Embrace this, the newness of time. I took the liberty, and I pulled up the word new in the dictionary, because I, I, that's just me. I, I'm, I'm a teacher, so <laughs> by, by calling. And, and so I have to see things um, vividly, and, and I have to build that foundation and paint pictures for those that I'm speaking to. You know, and, and so in just the, the Merriam-Webster dictionary, it says for new, it says that new is an adjective. It is describing something. An adjective describes something, okay? And it says that having recently come into existence, that's the very first definition, having recently come into existence, you are coming into your own you're coming into a new existence in God. Embrace that. Embrace that. Let that old thinking, thinking minutia go. <laughs> Let it go. In the Noah Webster 1828 dictionary, again, new is an adjective, but this is how its first definition of, of new reads. It says, lately made, invented, produced, or come into being that has existed a short time only, recent in origin, novel, opposed to old, the and use of things as a new code, a new house, a new book, a new fashion, a new theory, a new chemistry, a new discovery. And I'm saying to you, a new you. This is a new you, new year, new you. Come into that being, come into the realization that you don't have to stay where you are. God does not want you to stay where you are. He wants you to come into the fullness of who he created you to be. Live up to your potential. Don't sit back on your potential. Rise up. Be who he called you to be. And it's not conceit. It's not arrogance that I'm speaking of. I'm talking about the confidence of knowing that you are a child of the true and living God and that he created you with greatness within. That's not conceit or arrogance. That's fact. That's fact. That's truth. Walk in your truth. Stop believing the eyes of the devil. Stop, stop, stop believing the lies of the devil. Lies from the pit of hell that said that you were nothing and you would never be nothing and you could never accomplish it. The devil is a liar. God does not make junk. He does not. I don't care what you walk through. I don't care how many divorces you've had. I don't care how many cars you had repossessed. I don't care how many times your bank account went into overdraft. I don't care who has passed on. It does not say that I don't care about the hurt and the pain you may experience, but they're gone. They've gone on to wherever God had called them to be. You are yet here. Come alive. Stop dwelling in the dead place. Come alive. You know, there's a scripture that said, let the dead bury the dead. I know you love them, and I know you feel lost without them, but come alive. You are still here. You did not get in that ground with them. You're still here, and God still has greatness for you. I I promise, and please, I hope I'm not offending you, because I don't mean to be insensitive to your pain. I know the pain is real. I understand that. But just as real as that pain is, is the fact that you are yet still here, and God yet has a plan for your life, and that plan absolutely includes joy, peace, okay? There is another side to the morning. He says he brings beauty for ashes and joy for mourning. There's another side. Come up out of the pit of despair, please, so that you can embrace the joy and the goodness that God yet still has for you on this side, (laughs) On this side, we're not talking about in the grave by and by when you die. We're talking about the wondrous things that God yet has planned for your life on this side. Right now, you feel empty. You feel like you can't even make it without that person. But I guarantee you, the only one you cannot make it without is God. 
that person was part of your life. You you were blessed with that person to be in your life. That person blessed you immensely, loved you, seen you through, walked with you. I got it. I understand all of that, and I'm not making light of it. I promise I'm not. But in spite of it all, God is yet on the throne. God is yet walking you through this. Now, you may be angry with God right now because that person is not here. Get over it. I'm just going to be flat out straight with you. Get over it. Okay? One thing that's certain in life is death. (laughs) Okay? Sometimes it happens quicker than what we would like. And I I know I'm talking harsh, but there's a reason because I feel this prompting in my spirit to tell you what I'm telling you. And I promise I don't mean to offend But sometimes you got to hear the truth. You got to hear the truth. Let go. If that person really loved you the way you feel that they did, what they would not want for you is for you to crawl in that grave with them. They would want to see you go on with life and be happy. It is possible. Yes, grief takes time. Yes, there's a healing process. I got all of that. I promise. And I'm not, I'm not telling you that grief is not real. It is definitely real. I'm not even telling you that you don't have to go through the process of grief because, yes, you do. Process means progression. Process does not mean staying stuck in one place. When there is a process to something, there is an evolution to that thing. There is a movement of that thing. And it does not stay stagnant. So yes, process. But process knowing that the love of God transcends all your grief, all your hurt, all your pain, all your sense of loss. If you would just open up your heart Let him come in. Let this be that year that you finally release and let go. Let go of the pain and embrace the promise. Embrace the promise that God said he would never leave you nor forsake you. Part of your covenant blessing with him. He does not go back on his word. His word is true. In fact, the Bible said his promises are yea, and amen. It is so. And so be it. So I just, I, I, my heart is just to encourage you just to, to embrace, embrace this new life that God has given you. Every morning when you open up your eyes and you open up your eyes on this side of heaven, not present with the Lord on that side, but present in his spirit on this side. Then you have been graced. You have been graced with life, the newness of life. Embrace that. Appreciate that. And live that to the fullest. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I hear you. I do. I hear you in the spirit saying, I can't. I don't know how I can't. I can't. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. How do you do it? You do it by getting into his secret place. Get into his secret place. Get into that quiet place with him. Get some worship music. Turn off that doggone TV. Turn off that woe is me country western song that you're listening to <laughs> that the dog then ran away. Okay. Get to a place of worship in him. You're angry, I know. You don't feel like worship. That's okay. Put the music on. Let the music worship for you. But you get into that quiet place and you listen for the voice of God. And you wait for his manifested presence. Guarantee. I promise. I lay my life down on this. That you cannot leave out the presence of God the same way you enter in. You will not. You will not. Because his presence is transformative. His presence transcends. Whatever your hurt, wherever you pain, your pain is, whatever it is you're walking through, his presence removes all of that, removes all the dark, the fear, the rejection. I'm not telling you what somebody told me. I'm not even telling you what I word, read in the word right this minute. I'm telling you what I have experienced. I've been to that place 
of hurt where I physically, physically felt my heart hurt. That's how deep the pain was. But I promise you, in the presence of God, when I came out of his presence, there was no more pain. It was like I could look on that situation and be like, hey, whatever, okay, because God had shown himself faithful and mighty, and he is not a respecter of persons. So if he did it for me, by all means, know that he will do it for you. New year, new you. Leave the old stuff behind being the cracked wine skin or the cracked wine bottle. Stop taking the finery of God, the finest things of God, to patch up something that doesn't need to be patched. It needs to be tossed out and start anew. Start anew. New life, new foundation. And I promise you, you can experience the same thing that my sister and I are talking about as far as that excitement for what each day holds. Every day, every day is a new opportunity to say, you know what, Daddy, what are we doing today? Because I know you got some really good things because your word said daily, daily. In fact, the prayer that everybody loves to pray, the model prayer, Lord, give me this day my daily bread. What do you think that bread is? That bread is his word of provision and manifestation and blessings and benefits for that day. Give me daily my bread. You, Lord, you are my bread. You are who I feast on. You are who I receive every morning, fresh, new, Alive is my relationship with you every day. So I encourage you to embrace that. I encourage you to embrace that. Sis, what you got? I kind of just wanted to listen to you because (laughs) it was (laughs) what you were saying. I believe that it both ties in what we're both saying. Yes, absolutely. We're not taking this lightly. Mm-mm, I've been to all. a place depression, suppression. Uh, I've been to a place where I, I promise you, when to end my life, I didn't see a beginning. I didn't see an end. I'm not telling you that everything is well in my life. I'm not telling you that's why I feel this way. Because if it was, uh, well, you know, but I'm just so grateful where he has mm. me. Mm. And that's a place where I know it's not all right. But I know that he's going to make it all right because yeah. he said he would. Yeah. And it's not, please hear me what I'm saying to you. I can't go out and do what I want to do. My husband said to me, this month is going to be a lean month. You got to lean back. And I thought, lean back. <laughs> but then guess what? Before the beginning of the year, the Lord brought somebody into my life to have me read a book and say, you should start jotting down every penny you spend. Maybe mm. you can see where it's really going. Well, my mm. husband was really trying to tell me, but I couldn't hear him. Mm. I couldn't hear him, so God had to send it to another channel. Mm-hmm. So now I'm saying, okay, watch what I'm doing. Because there's 10 here, there's 15 here, there's 30 here, there's mm-hmm. 10 here, there's 25 here. There's $100 there, there's $150 there. Guess mm-hmm. what it adds up? Mm-hmm. And then start looking in different places in your life right now and seeing yeah. what can you lean back on. Call the cable mm-hmm. company again. Redo mm-hmm. a contract. Call these people because guess what? It's too much competition. Tell them you're not mm-hmm. happy with what you're paying. And there start saying something different. Start p- patching up, my husband used to say, patching up the holes in the bucket. Mm-hmm. We understand that a lot of times it's finances, but sometimes you got to understand, maybe it's not a five-bedroom house. It might have to be a two, a three. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not a three-bedroom. It might have to be a two. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not a two-bedroom. It may have to be a one. Mm-hmm. But you're still being fed. You're still being clothed. I understand. Yes. But the only thing that's hurt is your pride. That's what the enemy try to use against you is your pride, your ego. All those things that make you feel like you're supposed to be where you look on YouTube or you look on TV and you see other people, they are. That doesn't mean you're less. Hmm. That means you're greater because you understand Save the process access. of money. Yes. You know, they said that um, a billionaire, please hear me, I 
please don't correct me on my words, but his his view of being rich is living off less than what you bring in. Hmm. Hmm. Think about it again. Living off less than what you bring in. It's many different issues while we're talking to you today. It's finance. It's mm-hmm. love issues. Mm-hmm. It's heart issues. It's losing somebody. Somebody dying. It's somebody that you lost. Somebody that you can't believe. Please hear me. Please hear me when I say to you. God is going to make it all right. Yeah. I don't want to lose the little bit that I have in my life. And I want somebody to be able to sow into my life when I lose. Because guess what? When you live in life, somebody got to live, somebody got to die. Somebody got to do this, somebody got to do that. But I want somebody to be, tell me to be positive in my life. Sow a good seed in my life. Tell mm-hmm. me that it's going to be all right. Yeah. And allow God to allow me, my spirit, to receive it and believe it. That's what it's all about, people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. We love you. We want to reach out to you. I know my God sister does. I know Elder does. I know her heart. She's reaching out to you. And what she's saying is, we're not taking it lightly. Depression is real. Suppression is real. But what yeah. we're trying to tell you is, it's a state of mind. You don't have to be there unless you want to be. Hmm. You have to give it up sometimes. Give it up. And guess what? If it ain't like it is, you probably find out you like your other life better because it's not a stress for what the other stuff brought to you. Hmm. I hear people from my last job look at me now. You know what they say to me? God, you look so peaceful. You don't hmm. look stressed. God, you look so beautiful. And I thought, I didn't even think I was stressed then. Really? <laughs> you know? But what I was, was I guess I was. But people look at me now going, look how peaceful you look. Mm. Okay, so we're going to put off the old clothes. Guess what? You're not going to go to the same places you went to in 2018. Hey, say that, sis. Say that. You're going to do something different. Why don't mm. you go to a library? You'd be surprised you meet in a library. Mm. Why don't you go to a movie by yourself or do something? Why don't you pick up a book that you never picked up, the books that you got around the house that you've been dusting off and putting on the shelf to make it look pretty? I've had to do it. Why don't you read self-help books or something that's telling you something positive, something that's telling you what you can do instead of watching a movie and you're looking at them and then telling you what you can't do. Then Because we always draw to who we think we are. Mm-hmm. If we lost somebody or if somebody we lost or whatever, we start watching those kind of movies. That's good for a while. But after you've eaten a gallon of ice cream and after you've cried about a thousand times, after you've committed suicide and that didn't work a couple of times, I had to tell myself, mm. after you've done all that, try Jesus. Hmm. Why don't you start talking to him and waiting on him? Because I'm going to promise you, one day I was so hurt, and I promise you, I felt him rock me. I rocked my, he rocked me while I was crying into sleep. I only had two Two and a half hours before I had to get up to work, and I cried to myself. We got two and a half more hours, and I got to get up for work. And when he woke me up, I thought I had a nine-hour, ten-hour sleep. I was revived. He will do that for you. Try him. Yes, he will. Because it's in you. He's giving you him. And then there's evil that's always going to be lurking. What do you want? What matters to you? What's going to get you motivated? Remember something if nobody ever tells you that they love you. Tell yourself that you love you because you're beautiful in God's sight. You're everything that he made you to be. Maybe you're struggling with homosexuality. Maybe you're struggling with lesbianism. Maybe you're struggling. You know God can't love me. Yes, he can. Christian people ain't got no right to tell you where you are in your life right now. Hmm. I can read the word to you, but that's not to condemn you. Let's correct you and make you whole. Yes, yes. Maybe you're out there. I've been there before. Maybe you're out there as a prostitute in the street. Maybe you're out there sleeping with different men. I've been there before. But guess what? Those men ain't going to make you feel whole or complete. Mm-mm. But this is the beginning of the year. And just like they have in church, and if you didn't make it to church, come to Jesus. Hmm. Come to him. He said, if you confess that he is the son of God, and you believe in your heart that he died on the cross for your sins. He shall make you whole. Maybe some of us need to recite that again. And again and again. And again and again until we, until we get it. 
Mm-hmm. He died mm-hmm. to make you whole and complete. Mm-hmm. It don't matter if you lied. It don't matter if you've done scams. It don't matter if you've done drugs. It don't matter if you've been doing alcohol. He's enough. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who you are. Please believe me. Church people ain't righteous. They just Ooh, hide Jesus. behind the church and the cross. Mm-hmm. Come to Jesus. He's freely given. Don't let the church people make you think this is all because of them. Because they go to church every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Thursday. They and everything, and then all of a sudden, you say, holy, it don't mean that. Come to Jesus, you out in the streets. Come to Jesus, you in the church. Come to Jesus. If you go every once in a while, come to him. It can be in your bathroom, my grandmother used to say. It can be wherever you are. Receive him and accept him into your heart today. He yes. loves you, and he yes. wants to make you whole again. See, we mm. don't teach that anymore. He doesn't wait for you to get right. He wants you broken, torn up, disgraceful, talked about, whorish, nasty, disgusting. Because if you are not like that, how can the world see what was before and what God has remade new? That's what the title is about today. Mm. How can you tell? God created miracles because that's the only thing that people believe. Let them see you that was torn up. That man that was out there on the streets and found the check, the girl, he passed the real estate test. She paid for everything. She paid for his rent up to seven months. You don't hmm. know what God is going to do for your future. Amen, amen. But come out of where you are. Yeah. And you're homeless. Please, if somebody gave you this word, I hope somebody's listening today. Because I'm going to tell you something. Come to Jesus. Hmm. It's the beginning of the year, a new year. Come to him. He's here for you. I mm-hmm. can't hug them all to myself. Sometimes I wish I could. Mm-hmm. But it's no, it's not great. It's not anything if you're not in it with me. Hmm. It's not going to always be riches. It's not going to always be food. But it's not always sometimes be plentiful. Sometimes you're going to be plentiful and you got to learn lean times. But he mm-hmm. still provides for you even in those times. Come to mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Why he got Shokobosa? It's the first of the year. Come to him. First Sunday. Come to him. Mm-hmm. And accept that he died on the cross, shed his blood, his innocent blood. Every time I hear that song, the blood that Jesus shed for me way back on Calvary. Sometimes we got to go way back. It's his blood. His precious mm-hmm. blood. Mm-hmm. That gives you strength. The song says from day to day, it will mm-hmm. never lose its power. Never. Trust him. Trust him, who he is. We've lost sight of who he is because of the world. Don't let the world taint you. God said you're his own. He loves you. Mm. He believes in you. He wants to give you the best. And there may It may not be in the mansions of the land, but he wants to provide for you, love you, care for you. He wants to make you know that you're positive. Let me tell you something. You don't have to own a yacht to be able to enjoy a yacht. Why would you mm-hmm. want to own it? Ask God for the favor so you'd be able to have know somebody so you can enjoy the yacht and then get I'm off of it. Let them worry about who's going to upkeep it. I'm sorry. I, I want to own it. Okay, but it ain't nothing wrong with that. I tell people all the time, it ain't nothing wrong with that. But I'm going to tell y'all something. See where my sister is? Because me, I, I realize now in finance, I don't, wanna, I don't need to own it. But Lord, give me your favor that when my sister have a yacht, she'll allow me to take it out from time there to time. Yes, and I'm going to enjoy it and I'm going to bring it back to her. And guess what? Yes. God's going to provide for her. It don't mean that I'm any less than her. It only means we're on different levels. So mm-hmm. come on, people. It's okay where you are today. You don't have to be Beyonce to be great. Mm. You don't have to be Jay-Z to be great. That's real. You can be who you are. Because yes. guess what? More money, more problems. Please, people, mm-hmm. believe that. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. got to be able too much is given. The word says too much, much is required. Is required. Amen. That's right. Amen. 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 <laughs> absolutely. You know, absolutely. Every word you said is true. You know, I I don't know. I'm just, I feel like I'm in a new place, Pam. Um, 
in, in this existence called life. I really, really do. I am at a place, you know, at this stage of life that I just don't have time for anything that's not God. Uh, and that's how I feel. I don't have time. I don't have time to eat the bitter fruits. I've eaten it enough. I don't have time to wallow in self-pity. I've done that as well. I don't have time to count my losses to think they're more valuable than what I've gained. I don't have time to do that any longer. You know, I don't have time. I believe that, you know, have there been losses? Mm -hmm. Have there been failures? Mm -hmm. Have there been hard times? Mm -hmm. Have there been, you know, times? I mean, you know my story. I mean, times when when I gave somebody my address, it wasn't mine. It was somebody else's address because I didn't have a place that I called home that belonged to me. Been there. I, I've walked through just about, and I won't say everything, but I've walked through just about anything that you can throw at me that you have experienced. Just about. Sense of loss. Even divorce. Death. All kind of stuff. I've walked it out. But I've walked it out to the place in life today that I can say when I said to you earlier from the passion within me, you can move on, is because I've done it. Because I know God to be true to his word. That's why I said, and, and again, I don't mean to offend anybody, but when somebody, but when God puts something on my heart as passionately as he did when I was speaking to you a few minutes ago, it's because somebody needs to hear it, you know, and, and sometimes we get hurt to get help. Okay. You may get angry, not want to hear it, not want to embrace it, but God is speaking to you through us today. New day, new season, new time, new dimension. There's fullness of joy in this new season for you. There is fullness of joy in this new season for you. I'm going to say it again because you're not believing that it could be possible, but there is fullness of joy, not just joy, but fullness of joy in this new season for you. There's a peace that God has for you that surpasses all understanding. It just doesn't make sense. If you were to rationalize that you have perfect peace, it would not make sense because of everything that you're walking through and experiencing in the outer realm of your life. But in the inner realm of your life, what's down in your heart, what's down in your soul is the presence of God. And that presence has given you perfect peace in the midst of the storm. Christ has risen up in your boat of life and said, peace, be still. Embrace it. Recognize his hand at work in and through what you're walking through. And allow him straight away get you to the other side. You guys, you got to when you read the word of God, you got to read the whole word. You got to really understand what happens in the scenarios that God gives us. In that storm, God Calm the sea, and the word said straight away they were at the other side. Okay? Straight away. Hear me. You don't have to wait for years to get to the other side. Receive him. He's already risen. He's already said, peace be still. Receive his peace, and straight away you will be at the other side. Pray that this has been a blessing to you today. I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. Because I do believe someone has been helped. I pray that as you're hearing, and this is within your listening, you know someone that is walking through a tough time, please share this. Please share the broadcast with them. Don't say, no, that's going to offend them. That's going to hurt their feelings. You don't know what it is that God is doing in their life. And this may be the very word that they need to hear to transition them to that place of peace. So, sis, I love you with my love and life and with the love of Christ. Amen. Um, Be blessed, my sister. Have an incredible week. And Lord willing, we'll do this again. Same God channel, same God time next week. I love you.
I love, love everybody. Bye bye. Let's keep it real.